1240 WATN presents Live at Five with Glenn Curry. Sponsored by Herringer's Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a planet This is Live at Five, Live yeah, at Five, Live at Five. It's eight minutes after four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I just said four o'clock for good reason, because I still haven't changed the clock yet in over a week. So, uh, hey, I'm, at, I'm an hour ahead of myself, or, or behind, or what, whichever, which way you want to look at it. We did this at noon. We do it again at uh, 5 or 4. We take phone calls. Uh, we read letters, a long one. I don't know what happened to the letter. I think I left it in the other room. I'm always discouraged when I see, you know, when I, when I read someone's post on Facebook and uh, it just goes on and on. Like, you know, why waste your time when, you, when you're on a Facebook group, particularly with thousands and thousands of members? No one's going to read a long-winded message. Just be five words or less. You know, the left are crazy. That's all you got to say. You've got a lot of likes. Ooh, you're crazy, too. Yeah, you're a Trumper. Um, but I, you know, I was starting to read the, uh, the letter uh, that uh, Councilwoman Ruggiero uh, sent to all media outlets, including, of course, News Junkie. It's on there as we speak. So if anyone could, uh, you know, w- wants to comb through that together, by all means, give me a shout. I've just been busy since the Hotline show, and uh, I, I, I said I was going to read it. I read a little bit of I heard about it. You know, people talking to me, and I was like, I, I, look, i got to sit down and read it. So anyway, it's, uh, it's, it's a description of, of a lot of things, but it's certainly uh, indicative of where we are with this mayoral race. There are no other mayoral candidates. None. N-U-N. None. So I'm being facetious there. So that's the deal there. And, and as far as the, the field of, of council people, um, I don't even know where we're at. I mean, we lost Bob Shaw last week. We didn't lose him. He's still around. But he's not running. We got another guy by the name of Cliff. And that's not Cliff only. I think his last name is Lashway. Then, of course, we have TJ Babcock, who invented the, uh, the, the car, the buggy. No, just kidding. Uh, what else? Who else do we have? Of course, we have Pat Hickey running for re-election. And uh, that's it, right? Who else? Who am I forgetting? I know there's other people. Boy, I'm pissing people off right now. But I, I thought it was a much bigger field. And really, oh, of course, uh, Jason, um, Jason Trombway. No, Jason... Um, <laughs> I'm forgetting Jason's last name. Sorry, Jason. Uh, Jason, God, what's the matter with me today? Anyway, Jason's running. We know who Jason is. He calls up the show. It's going to change the world. 
So it's going to be interesting. It's, I, I've been up here a long, long time. And, you know, while uh, at the noon hour, I was talking about how when Jeff Graham ran the first time against uh, Jim Brett, it was kind of like, you know, it was a lot of mudslinging. I, on the other hand, I missed uh, the previous race against Walker versus Kennedy. Kennedy family, they own the, uh, the opticians place there, which is now Channel 50's building. And uh, not the nicest guy in the world, sorry. But anyway, he, you know, he wouldn't talk to any sales reps, particularly from Channel 50 at the time, because he was mad at Dave Altieri. Remember Dave Altieri talking in that really deep voice of his. I said, Dave, I went up to uh, Mr. Kennedy to see if he would advertise. He wouldn't even talk. He wouldn't even look at me in the eye. He says, well, <laughs> there's probably a reason for that, Glenn. <laughs> yeah, because, well, yeah, whatever. Okay. Okay, Glenn. Great guy. He hired me over there at Channel 50, along with Dick Whalen back in the day. So I missed that one. I was here for the... Jeff Graham won. Jeff Graham, he scares me. And there's been some, you know, mudslinging here and there. Every now and then, Jeff Graham went against Paul Simmons, and that was a little bit off kilter. But, you know, for the most part, it's politics as usual. But something tells me this year it's going to be straightforward. Hmm. How do we describe this? Do we call this, as Jeff Jeff, uh, Graham might say, oh, is this the mean girls syndrome? Is this what we're going to have? Right. Yeah, seven five five. Anyway, it's going to be interesting. So let's uh, let's let's uh, let's open the gates up here. Seven five five twelve forty. One thing I I have a plan. I think it makes sense. You know how they have. I mean, if you're living in Northern New York for more than five days, you know what I'm saying. Our winters are longer than any other winter in the world. Yeah, you could say Siberia here, there, anywhere. I really don't care. But the contiguous United States, there's no doubt, our winters are longer than anywhere else. It's just a fact. So Groundhog Day is what? The February 2nd? Is that the 4th? I think it's February 2nd. It's the most insignificant non-holiday of the year. It really, truly is. It's just a gesture like, oh, is it going to be four, six weeks or is it going to be normal time before springtime? Here's my, here's my uh, suggestion, especially this year, but we see it so often. The first day of spring, which is today, which I believe is happening as we speak in the five o'clock hour, we go from winter to spring, like a Dan Fogelberg song. But here's my thing. It's today that we should have Groundhog Day right here in northern New York. I know it, it, it doesn't sound crazy, especially when you look outside and you realize it's 34 degrees. There's still a ton of snow on the ground for this time of year. No one's walking around in shorts. Go down to Syracuse, and they're probably thinking, oh, yeah, I can get the bike out today. You know, by the way, what in the world? Why are people riding bicycles in the snow up here, particularly those big, fat tire bicycles with electric motors in them? How many DWIs have you had where you're still riding a bicycle in weather like this? How many? So that's the deal. We should have our own. uh, um, We should do it. Uh, Bring in Bill Murray. Uh, bring in the, uh, well, I'm just forgetting the name of the, <laughs> of the animal again. But we should do that because today it's a question mark. Whenever spring rolls around, we don't know when spring starts up here. It's the first day of spring. It's not even close to spring. Once again, we're going to skip spring altogether. And somewhere around, I don't know, the last couple of days of May or first couple of days of June, we'll start seeing some serious weather and maybe the leaves will pop out. Groundhog Day should be today here in northern New York. What say you? You're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Um, I guess the word is out that Trump, I'm, I don't believe it, but he's supposed to get arrested tomorrow. Yes, he is. Yes. Yep. He's going to hurt his arm, his wrist, too, when they put the cuffs on him. Too bad. So 
So I, w- I want to talk about today. I was talking to this sweet lady, Teresa. I went to her house and I sat in, uh, get asked people to sign my petition nonpartisan. And her pet peeves is basically the price of the golf course. So it was set at one point one to three. Now they to see bought at three point four million dollars. Hey Jason, your last name is Trainer, right? Yeah. For some reason or other, it escaped me. Sorry, Jason Trainer. All right, so you've been going around. How many petitions have you had signed? Well, all together, I'm going to have about 260. 260, okay, all together. All right, 260 is what you're going to have. And, you, and you're pouring it on because you want to make sure that all of them are legit. And, and I guess you want to do the T.J. Babcock thing where you show, like, I have more than I need. Is that is that the plan here now, Jason? No, no, it's not. It's just being safe because last year I had over, I think I had about 200, so... To be on the safe side, uh, part of that, yes. I, I'm not going out there to bragging. Right. I just want to make sure I get myself on the list. All right. And and you uh, you have said that the golf course is the number one issue. It's not it's not the 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 the, the taste in the water. It, it's not ghost homes. It's not landlords losing thousands of dollars to unruly tenants. It's the golf course. Is that what you're saying, Jason? Um, well, I, I've been talking to. People have been calling a radio station. It's partly the golf course, but more it's about the landlord. So tonight hmm. I will be talking about a minute on the out-of-trail uh, spending and reckless behavior on the golf course. But also, hmm. I want to tell people, I was talking to this lady, Teresa. Yeah. And she's a uh, landlord, and she rents her places out for six fifty. So if we want affordable rents, and I have a plan on my website, jasontrainer.com. Yeah. I pay seven fifty, so we gotta have a medium between six fifty and seven fifty to find good tenants that won't destroy the place, hmm. but we can bring investors in there saying we're cleaning up our act. Right. And, and we're gonna do something about this situation. So you know what you know what? Over the you know, over the months I've been thinking, boy, Jason Jason, I'm just gonna be painfully uh, honest here, but uh, you're gonna like what I'm gonna say. What's the field look like right now? What what who who's running? It's you, it's uh, Cliff Lashway, it's uh, uh, Pat Hickey, the incumbent, uh, T.J. Babcock. Who am I missing, Jason? Um, there's that gentleman there. I'm terrible at names because sometimes there's that gentleman that shows up. Uh, what the heck is this? Oh, and name? who could forget Miss Blevins, uh, the one with the remember the letter, Glen Man. Uh, she <laughs> she had the counter uh, suit for the golf course. Uh, yeah, so she's uh, she's definitely. But okay. there's, there's like I think there's eleven or twelve. There's uh, Patrick Licky Hickey, I, new nickname I got for him, Licky Hickey, <laughs> and Sleepy Hickey. Oh, why do you say? Come on, what, now you now you're picking on the incumbent, Jason. <laughs> Jeepers, you sound like the guy that's going to go to p- council tonight. You people. Well, but, right. but my 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 message tonight, Glenn, is I, I want to hear the needs of the public concerns. Right. And I want to understand what it's like and what it's what it's going to be to have a real leader to lead. Don't don't be surprised that Jason actually might pull this off. Um, sometimes, for many years, I'm 43 years old. I don't need people following me around. Right. I just need people to stand with me. And the problem we have in today's society, we got too many individuals that follow powerful people around 
like Chucky Schumer, whoever it may right, be, right, right, right. Uh, Joe Biden or Donald Trump. Right. And the danger you have is you, you're not a clear thinker. You don't think for yourself, right. and, and you don't say, is this guy... All right, Jason. Is, Jason, is, I got. have the best interest for me. For you, Jason. I got to go only because it is a crucial time. We're not in that time period yet, but I do have to give equal time when you call in from this point going forward. You understand that, right, Jason? Plus, you're over the four minute limit, but you understand that. Is that correct? Yes, I do. So right. you take care. Right. And Thank. if anyone really wants to understand my platform, yep. Yep. JasonTrainer.com. I'm updating it daily. Yeah, you I go. have a four year, twenty five percent increase or right. reconstruction plan. So that's my plan. Right. That's why I'd be working on it. All right, Jason. I appreciate it. All right. That's Jason Trainer. He wants to be your council person. Do you want to be a council person? Well, if so, you're going to have to get out there and get some, uh, get some signatures. Apparently today is the last day for the Republican Party to submit for mayor. So, and I know Jeff, uh, a hotline Jeff Graham, of course, has been talking on his own blog about, you know, the field being somewhat limited. Uh, considering all the, you know, all the all the discussions that we've been having about City Hall in recent months, um, I, I don't know if I don't know if I'm reading between the lines, but I know Jeff well enough, Jeff Graham, that is well enough to to think that he's kind of surprised that it's down to the two sitting council people that are going to run against each other. Should be a very interesting race. All right, let's do this. Since let's get the break out of our out of our way now, our uh, second break of the of the day. Let's do that now, so we're fresh and ready. Uh, for the rest of the show. You're listening to the Hotline Show here on AM 1240. It's 20 minutes after. Hey, y'all, it's that Honda Hillbilly, Carolina. The L.A. Quarry on Facebook. Uh, I got the letter in front of me. And um, anyway, I still think the idea of having Groundhog Day today in northern New York, the first day of spring, so we could determine when spring gets here. It's genius. Absolute genius. Let's let's ask Carolina Chuck or Krogan Chuck, where the hell he's from. Ah, this is Carolina Chuck. All right, so I've been reading this. Councilman Sarah, uh, this is on uh, News Junkie, so I'm not, like, sharing something that's concealed only to, you know, privy people like me. Uh, but this is dated yesterday uh, from uh, Councilwoman uh, Ruggiero. Councilwoman, and this is, again, response to Councilwoman Sarah Campos Pierce's recent statement. Now, maybe I should not. I, I just talked to Sarah not that long ago. Maybe I should have asked. <laughs> but I'll just read the first paragraph. Councilwoman Sarah Campbell Pierce says, Purchasing the Thompson Park golf course isn't necessarily a bad thing, that it behooves us to all work together and to do our best to make it successful. And uh, um, Lisa says she totally agrees. However, she also said that a month ago, and then she kind of goes back, yet she continues to speak negatively about it along with Mayor Smith. She even used some of the late former Mayor Tom Walker's words from his latest letter to the editor of the Watertown Daily Times. However, words versus actions are two different things with Councilwoman Campbell Pierce. Well, you know, if you're going to say that, you got to, what were the words that he said <laughs> in the Watertown Daily Times? Maybe that's somewhere, you know, mixed in the middle of this four and a half page letter. But that's the type of letter it is. It just goes on about this issue. So it's for all to read if you read that. And something tells me this one particular person that read this. And we were, you know, shouting his name out this afternoon. That's Danny. So if Danny or someone else has comments about this lengthy letter... And, you know, if it's, you know, what, what your thoughts are on about it, by all means, give us a shout at 755-1240. Okay, so on the national end of things, we talked about it earlier. Jason talked about it, Jason Trainer. Uh, tomorrow's the most, I guess, a dark day, significant day. I don't know which way you want to look at it. But there's a, there's a high prospect that, if not tomorrow, sometime in the next, well, whatever, soon, 
one of American, one of the Americans' presidents, and no, it's not Jimmy Carter, and not one of the Bush. Well, sorry, it's not uh, George W. But um, yes, you guessed it. <clears throat> Former President Donald Trump's going to be arrested tomorrow. So if you want to, you know, uh, lend your opinion on that and what it means, and whether or not the left wants a, a vicious reaction. I don't know how many times I've heard just in the last two days or so, especially today, if you watch the pundits out there, oh, this could be another January 6th. Do you realize how much the left wants another January 6th as a result of this? To, to, to Basically, to affirm everything that they've been saying about January 6th and just Trumpers in general. It's an ugly, ugly time. And remember, this is over the, the case of uh, the porn star. Uh, and because it's right out of New York City, uh, the, attorney, the district attorney Bragg, along with Letitia James, the state uh, attorney general. Am I getting that right? No, he's the DA. She's the attorney general. And uh, first thing she said was, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to prosecute uh, Donald Trump. She didn't have any particular case involved or any thought process. But, you know, she won that night, what, a little over a year ago, maybe two years ago now, losing track. But uh, that's that was she wanted. That's rather what she told her uh, constituents. I'm going to bring him down. And so tomorrow, along with uh, District Attorney Bragg, apparently they are going to bring him down. So that visual is exactly what everyone. Well, not everybody, but certainly the Yent is on the view, and so many people on the left just want to see that image of Donald Trump in his first, I guess you could say, mugshot. We'll, we'll determine how tall he is. We'll see his profile. Uh, we'll see him in handcuffs. I don't know if they're going to meet him right there. I, I, apparently, this has to happen in New York City, right? Unless you can get some type of, I don't know, means of uh, extraditing him out of Mar-a-Lago, wherever the hell he is. Someone showed me a picture of Congresswoman Stefanik doing uh, some type of presentation, and it was obvious that she was somewhere in Florida. I'm, I'm, a, I'm guessing she was in Mar-a-Lago, looked from the looks of it all. So tomorrow's going to be a significant day, all for the wrong reasons. And hopefully, it's, hopefully it doesn't happen at all. We'll, we'll see. That's for sure. It seems like it's going to happen. Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. Hey, Glenn. Um, the Irish Festival. Yeah, Tim. Had, uh, amazing acts down there. Yeah. Did a great job. All the volunteers, you know, worked, worked you know, hard down there. And they had great music acts uh, down there. Uh, maybe Mike can uh, comment on that. Uh, from start to finish, I, I just could not believe the, the quality of music they had down there this year, and <clears throat> they did an excellent job on that. And was it crowded, uh, Tim? What I mean, from the sense that you got? It. Oh yeah, Friday and Saturday both. Yeah. Uh, Sunday was a little sparse. But yeah, sure. That was kind of nice. Wow, Having Tim got a three-day uh, pass. Sparse, but but uh, the other. Uh, point i wanted to bring up what what happens if um for example yeah sarah wins the mayor's seat yeah i know what you're gonna say and then hickey loses his seat right right what, what did they do appoint somebody uh I, you or, know how does that work good question so let's do the scenario again if if uh lisa loses oh no Rather, but she still maintains her seat. Sarah wins, and she loses her. Wait, do the scenario again. I I, I screwed up here. There's so okay, many Sarah, missing moving Sarah parts. Sarah wins the mayor's seat. Right, she gives up her seat. Right, that's an open seat. Right, Hickey loses his seat. 
because he loses. Right. Lisa goes back to her original seat. Right. Now it's two on two. Huh. Who fills Sarah's seat that she became mayor? Well, okay. Uh, this is an easy, easy question, actually, because at this point you can't look at it any other way other than that there uh, there will be two seats avail- open. One is the incumbent seat that Hickey has right now, and the other one is the open seat that uh, uh, that Sarah is vacating. Uh, so there's no, no other. I means- know that. Yeah. No, no, I get that, but I'm just saying, if Lou- if Hickey loses his seat, right. If well, he loses, yeah, right, right, it, right. Th- yeah. So one uh, of the I'm just kind of yeah, no, no, no. I, I know, I know. It sounds like you know because he's an incumbent that that screws things up. And in reality, he's just fighting to stay there. So he's no different than anyone that's running in the race right now for his seat. That that person yeah, could fill right. yeah, right. that person could fill his seat or Sarah's seat, one or the other. Whoever keeps right. it warmer. Yeah. If a conservative wins his seat, yeah, then it's two conservatives against two liberals, right, and then. That's my point. Is yeah. seriously mm-hmm. okay? He's not being run on right now, mm-hmm. so they they would have to appoint somebody. Hmm. But who who appoints them? Well, no, no, the conservatives. No, 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 no. Okay, here's the thing. All right, no, it, 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 look. And someone just texted me, so I'm going to say it. If Lisa wins, then Lisa and Cliff and the two new members would have to agree on appointing one person for a year. Uh, but I doubt they would agree. Huh. All right. Well, that goes against what I just said. So let me read that again, Tim. Okay, this might answer your question. <laughs> this is someone just someone smarter than I uh, just came in and said, "Well, I don't know if this person's right, but the scenario doesn't work with Compo." Boy, this this was this as quick as we got this conversation out of our mouths. This person was already coming up with an answer, and this person goes on to say, "If Lisa wins, then Lisa and Cliff and the two new members would have to agree on appointing one person for a year." Huh. Yeah, I'm not saying about Lisa winning. Yeah, well, I don't know what no, we're that, talking that, about. That, no, that's, uh, <laughs> I, I get what, because they would have the power. Lisa and Cliff would have the power to appoint whoever they want to. Right, right, exactly. That that, that I get. Right. Uh, because the majority is going to rule. But if Sarah wins a mayorship yeah. and Hickey loses his seat to a conservative, right. that's two conservatives to two liberals, and it, then... Well, then you Sarah's got Sarah. Going to have to be appointed. How? Who has yeah. the, the break? You know, the tiebreaker in that instance. All right. Well, let's go. Uh, let's go to someone who knows more about it than I do. And that that person is saying, Sarah is giving up her seat. She's done. Her term is up. So that's an open seat. So I said that earlier. So I was correct there. Yes. I think we're looking way too much into this, Tim. I gotta go. <laughs> oh, so, I, I see. So Sarah's seat's going to be. On the ballot, also. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. That, right, yep, exactly. That's uh, yeah, that solves so, that equation. It, it could be three conservatives at the end of the day. Well, just bear in mind, you know, it's funny you should bring that up because uh, Michelle Capone's name came up today when we were talking about all this, and you know, again, it's 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 such a balance of power. It's so delicate when it comes to our our managed government system, where we have four council people and one uh, mayor, and he's not a strong mayor. And, and a lot of people, like the caller today in the Hotline Show, gets upset with that. It says, he, the, the mayor is powerless. Those three people are running things. Yet, if one of those three were Michelle Capone, we wouldn't have bought a golf course for $3.4 million. I doubt it, at least. I don't want to put words in the mouths of, of Michelle. She was a very nice woman. She was conservative. I can't imagine that she would have gone for something like that. But because of the balance and the delicate balance of power, we have a gang of three. So that's that answers right, that question. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. T- yeah. yeah. 
I had another thought, but it, it no, escaped me. No, so, it's, it, believe uh, me, things are escaping me today like like a bad cold. I don't know what it is. I'm just uh, I'm in a, in a la la land uh, today. I don't know what. Maybe maybe I need a ground. Do you agree with me that we should change Groundhog Day in the North Country to today? Tim, does that make sense to you? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, I mean, that doesn't mean nothing to us when, when it is. Yeah. I, you know, ground- <laughs> yeah, six weeks from today, call it good. Exactly. And lo- Okay, lo- tell you what. Let's look at six. What is six? Let me let me look at the old calendar on my phone because of one on the walls from last year. Boy, we got to get our act together here. I still have a clock that says 434 now or 4, uh, um, uh, 30, yeah, 434. So anyway, today is March, March 20th. Jim Levin's walking in. March 20th, let's do six weeks. That's one, two, three, four. That would mean that our spring would start six months from today. That would be uh, Thursday, April 20th. That is officially our, the beginning of our spring. Today is Groundhog Day, Jim. Not, not, uh, not like they normally celebrate down there in Punxsy, whatever, Pennsylvania. There you go. Let me lift you up to your, your heart. All right, I'll let you go. All right, Tim, I got to go uh, because our, our owner and the man that was on many conference calls today, Jim Levin's in the studio. <laughs> I was on a bunch of conference calls today. Right. You always dominate the conversation, Jim. You ever notice that? No. There could, there could be 100 people on there. And all I hear, because I was hearing it from the other yeah. side of the room. No, <laughs> you know what? We had fun. There were three of them with this particular client. Yeah. And, me, and, and when I ran out of things to talk about, to talk to him about why he should do it, yeah. he said, I'm going to give you another reason I should do it. And I'm like... Okay. Wow. Talk about overselling. <laughs> Isn't that when you're supposed to shut up? I just said okay and smiled and listened. So said good. thank you. That was a good point. I should have thought of that. That's good. That's good. Well, yeah, I heard some optimistic things about it, so that's good. Yeah, I think whatever you know, with that particular person, that's going to happen. Good. And it'll be a lot of fun for the whole community. So that's why you're in such a bright and cheery mood right now, Jim, right? Yeah, yeah, good call know. like that. Put you, refreshing things up. You know, Dallas is going to go into the draft. You're going to get someone that won't help. But it'll give you some <laughs> optimism anyway. What is the draft anyway? It's coming up, right? Yeah, it's in the late April 20-something. Okay, it's so after it's, I'm back from uh, Vegas. So it starts when spring starts up here, six <laughs> weeks away. You know what? The snow melted a little bit. A today. little bit, but this I saw pictures from this time last year. I was actually in Syracuse on St. Patrick's Day last yeah, year, yeah. and it was seventy-five degrees. I mean, again, it was one year; it was an aberration, obviously. But yeah. you know, our spring doesn't start on on the first day of spring; it never has, never will. See, I, I've and been I think in we should have Groundhog mood, Day today. No, I just think it's I, I. You know what? I think this is a good a public relations thing where we embrace the fact that listen, we're at least four, maybe six weeks behind the rest of the state, or the or the rest, certainly the rest well, of the country. Wait a minute, what's our positioning statement? Come up and freeze your ass. No. Off? By the way, I saw something. Right. Some guy was in Alabama, white yeah. guy, by the way, and yeah. he, he got he got out of hand. No, <laughs> okay. well, I mean, because you and I would have heard about this, and uh, <laughs> he got in trouble in a prison somewhere down in Alabama. They put him in a freezer, and he died. Of exposed, he died, you know, froze to death. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Yeah, right, right. right. So he, why he did they put him in a freezer? I, just to teach him a lesson. Then they locked him in there, and he died. Well, they call it the, in Hogan's Heroes. They call it the cooler. The cooler, yeah. Well, or no, you're thinking of, uh, or maybe yeah, the Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. But also uh, Cool Hand Luke, Night in the Box. <laughs> cool Spend the night Luke. in the box. What was, a great movie. Yeah, really, real, real up the. That's a great date movie right there. What we have here is a problem <laughs> to communicate. <laughs> right. Uh, that was. Uh, Oh, God. You ever have days where you just can't remember your own name? Yes, most days. <laughs> I don't know what it is today. It's just bad. I forgot Jason Trainer's last name. Anyway, the guy who played the warden, he was also in Slapshot, which was shot in Syracuse. Slapshot was a great movie. Great movie. Funny movie. Same guy. Oh, believe it or not, the same guy that did Slapshot did the, the, um, 
uh, Robert Redford and Paul Newman. What's the matter with me today? Butch Cassidy and no, the Sundance no, I was Kid. Gonna, uh, I was the gonna Sting. Call it, the Sting. I was going to call it The Big Chill. The Sting. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that? Same director. Totally different movie. Now, Completely I like different. Kevin Klein too. He was in, he was in uh, the one you were just talking about. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, the Big Chill. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good actor. And he was married. He's still married to... Um, what's her face from... Uh, mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, and she looks like a uh, middle-aged housewife, and she owns a boutique does she? on Madison Avenue. And she was in Fast Times at Richmond High. She's she the didn't one who look takes like her. a middle-aged housewife. Well, come on. We all age. I'm sure she still looks... Phoebe Cates. She's a beautiful woman. So someone's texting Jim. He's, he's, he's attending to it right now. No, no, no. One of our joint clients. Oh, really? Is in Vegas. Oh, really? At the MGM until Friday. Wow. What are they doing down there? Uh, uh, what do you do in Vegas? Just look at me. I tell you, you don't have to go to strip joints in Vegas. All you got to do is look at <laughs> cocktail waitresses all day. It's <laughs> beautiful. I, but you know what? I, it's interesting you should sit, bring that up. I, I've been watching this documentary on, on uh, uh, Paramount Plus of the horrific shooting that took place there on October 1st, 2017. Something, you know. Oh, we, at the concert? Uh, yeah, at the country yeah. concert in yeah. Mandalay Bay. And it goes on and on. I'm up to episode four or five. I, I don't know why they stretch these things out. Um, because it's compelling stuff. Don't get me wrong. It's very depressing. And they get account by account by account, you know, what happened to these people. One person had her, her whole face. Not What app was it on? Uh, it's it's on Paramount Plus. Oh. It's called Eleven Minutes. So the whole oh. the whole deal took eleven minutes. Wow! <clears throat> and they kept saying that this there was a loose there was a shooter on the run in Tropicana uh, over there uh, at the MGM Grand. I mean, this the bullets were coming from everywhere. It seemed like because of the echoes. Yeah. And it was at dark, you know, at night. It was terrifying. And they just didn't know where this guy was. It took forever to realize he's right up there on the thirty second floor. And, and still they no reason. it on TV. There's still no reason why this guy did it. They don't know why he did it. People it's, go nuts. I don't know why they do things. And they show him throughout the day. He was a loner. He brings in all this cachet of arsenal. And, and all these bellhops are bringing up the stuff that ultimately is going to kill Arsenal or caffeine? Uh, yeah, oh, no, actually, uh, Massey. How's that sound? <laughs> Massey Street. No, we like we, we like Sean. We put the coffee in. So, uh, speaking, he was on with you, wasn't yeah, he, Sean last Massey week? was He's on last week. He's a great guy. And you know what? Of course we talked about the maple syrup. That's why Sean was here. Mm-hmm. But some people came up to me and said, geez, I like the other stuff you were talking about. The history of the Massey's Furniture Barn, yeah. uh, where his grandfather began, the origins of Salmon Run Mall, uh, Ed Massey's house, which was built, I didn't realize how old it was, and built in 1811. That's during the time of the War of 1812. In fact, uh, uh, Hart Massey himself lived there, which really? is incredible. So there's, look at the lineage there. Wow. Yeah. So it's just incredible stuff. Did the British get that far? Did they get as well, far as Watertown? Were, no, it's, it's funny you should bring you that up. You probably remember uh, that. I, you I, know I, that. I, I do know I that. I hope you don't remember But it. the rumor is, and you know, just like I said back in, 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 in 2017, people didn't know where the shooter was coming from. There, was, there were rumors that the Brits were coming from Sackett's Harbor. And yes, there was a road between here and Sackett's Harbor. It was made out of wood. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Made out of wood. Yeah, made out of wood. Yeah, it was the only road, essentially, other than the one that went into Burville, which was probably a dirt road at the time. But yes, because remember, you know, you you, you had wow. you, you had a shipbuilding yard right there. Uh, Sackets is an old, old town. You don't realize it, but you live in a very, very old place. Well, Older you know, than, the, battle, the, the battlefield obviously is uh, 
War of eighteen twelve. Yeah, and, and it's uh, and fun to hang out there. There's, there's a British ship sitting underneath there, underneath fifty feet of water, called the York. Really? Yeah. It was uh, Toronto used to be called York. Jeez. And then it turned to Toronto years later, but it, th- that ship was named after York of uh, of, uh, of of Canada. Apparently, a is, lot of Yorks. Yeah. So people died there. So whenever you, it's funny, you, you, you see wars elsewhere. And uh, unfortunately, we're closer to the war now. <laughs> I don't know, domestically or with Russia or China. Oh. But uh, so what do you think? Tomorrow is the big day. You guys have been waiting for this day along with Joy Bahar for so, so long, Jim Levin. Tomorrow, I don't know Joy Bahar. Yes, you do. I know it's hard to believe. Yeah. You don't know Joy but Bahar? But I don't know. Do you know Whoopi Goldberg? Uh, no. Oh, really? No. Uh, do you know Sonny Houston? Uh, no, I don't know any of those people. All right. Uh, who are you, Fredo? <laughs> I know Johnny Ola told people. me about this place. He knows this town like the back of his hand. No. All right. I, the so, only people at ABC I know is like, you know, Bob Dunphy's wife, Jan Sage, and right. she just retired. Well, Bob Dunphy and all of your other comrades are very excited about tomorrow, the notion of uh, former president. How Donald do you know if Jan's even liberal? Doesn't matter. I'm he, he, Birds of You're a feather. What can you tell crap. So t- tomorrow's the day. Glenn's you- I'm not talking politics. You do, can you can talk you th- politics. All right, I'll just ask you a simple question. Do you think it's good for America to arrest a, a former president of the United States? I'm not talking politics. The answer is yes. <laughs> I, I'm not talking politics today. All right, so anyway, uh, your friend and our friend, quite yeah. frankly, uh, uh, and Councilwoman Lisa Ruggiero. Oh, I like, I like Lisa so much and her husband. Yeah, Chuck's a great guy. He's a great guy. He, he's a law enforcement officer to the max. Yeah. He's done a great job. I don't know if he's still and doing that. And a professor, too. He's right. very, and, very And he's smart. a musician on top of all that. What does this man not do? He's a great guitarist. This is a four-and-a-half letter in response to her, her opponent. And so the race is on, Jim. The race Good. for mayor is on. It looks like at this point there's only going to be two people because we're already into that Andrew Cuomo early stage of petitions now that you, I think you have more, maybe a week left. But at this point, I think we would know. Uh, if there's anyone else, there's a rumor that there's this guy, I don't know, Dr. Kimball or somebody or other, who's looking for the one-armed man. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> is he a little lopsided in yeah. thought, if not in I body? Didn't, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <clears throat> Did you like the show better than the movie? My brother uh, liked the, the loved the, the original show with David Jansen. I loved the show. And Lieutenant yeah. Gerard, of course. But you had to be old like me to even know about well, the no, show. No, you can see him in... Why don't they show those things in repeats like so many other shows? I don't shows? know. I'll, I'll ask Neil Saban that. You know, none of his channels, this college friend of mine started MeTV and Decades yeah. and all those... Antenna. And I don't... I don't think that that show is on any of his uh, channels. It should be. It's yeah. one of the greatest shows of all time. Not to mention the finale when they finally did catch the one-armed man uh, 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 harnessed a lot of viewership that that day. Uh, I don't know if it beat uh, "I Love Lucy." Uh, I don't know if it. I don't think it beat the final uh, episode of "Mash," which I thought was overrated. And, I'll uh, ask him. Yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great, great show. And did were you a David Jansen fan? Let me ask you that. There's there's a there's oh, a blast from the past. Yeah. He died young. What was it? Harry. Harry O. Harry O. Was his last show, and then he had the heart attack. Yeah. Right? Well, I don't but know. But he was, there was on no a heart lot. attack. <laughs> you know, you ought to have Neil on the show. I should. He's fascinating, and you love, you know, old TV. Yeah. So you guys would talk forever. Sure. And by the way, did you see a cocaine bear yet? No. I heard it's really bad. Now, Dunphy, my friend Bob, when I was in New York, I yeah. stayed in his other apartment. Right. And he wanted to go. And I said, I have no desire. So, you know, I think I told you what I saw. What, I you saw say? you the I saw the Tom Hanks movie. 
Oh, oh, oh okay, cool, cool. Call me a, a man called Otto. Yeah, right, right, right. Oh my right. god, great movie. Yeah, had me in tears. Great movie. Uh, so what is it about? What, um, you know, I know yeah. he was in a movie. I'm unfamiliar with it. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to give the whole movie. No, go, away. go for it. No he, one cares. Yeah, they do. I, it's you can you can rent it on Amazon. Do you right think now. anyone that listens to the show actually goes to the movies? You can rent it on Amazon. Other than now. Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> so is it all right? Is it a, a wait a minute? Is that downtown? Uh, Cocaine Bear? No, no, no. I have no idea. Actually, I saw a guy getting arrested on Court Street today. No, Friday. Oh, what, Steve Bradley was arrested again? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I love Steve. What I haven't. Steve and I used to go to Goodfellows for cocktails. We haven't done that in a long time. So, okay, so He's wait, a great guy. So you saw a guy getting arrested on Court yeah. Street. Yeah. Why did you assume that it was a cocaine bust? I, 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 you just, we were talking about cocaine bear, and he really looked out of it. Oh, okay. And they were going through his bag, right. and they found a, Johnny saw a needle that oh, they pulled out of God. his bag. Jeepers. God. And he was already handcuffed. Okay. I felt, you know, kind of bad yeah, for him. I feel bad for people that just, but you know what? They're just, they're, they're, they're dangerous to themselves yeah. and they're dangerous to others. They are. You know, it's just, it's no different than someone that just, you know, just goes through intersections and disregards a red light. You're, you're dangerous. Yeah. You're a dangerous man. Yeah. Just like yourself. You're the worst driver in the history of drivers. That's why I brought <laughs> no, it up. You're a dangerous to society. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I just, I just like moving quickly. <clears throat> All right, so uh, other things going on in the world. What else? I mean, really, I mean, other than the mayoral race and uh, council races, uh, you know, we have a golf course. That's fine. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've been somewhat put, you know, uh, people have been commenting here and there. talking about, about it at noon. I was talking about the superintendent being, you know, left of center and, you know, how that happened. And, you know, that kind of disappeared. And that's okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> uh, so there's really is, it, no news is good news, uh, Jim Levin. No news is good news yeah, when it comes right what? down to it. We can be positive on the air. Right. We can be. Yes, we can be positive. Thing. That's why we should have Groundhog's Day on the first day of spring. <laughs> Jesus. By oh, the by the way, way, it's Amy Horton's birthday, and she's running for uh, uh, for school board. School board, yeah. yeah. Which I is figured good. you were. I actually uh, private messaged her on Facebook to wish her a happy birthday. Oh, good. Well, good. I don't know why, but it, you know, I, won't, I clicked on her name, and yeah. it said message. So I messaged no, her no, I'm sure instead did. of doing a public thing. All right, so... Uh, Amy's, Amy's a good girl. Yeah, so, by the way, basketball, uh, we were talking about brackets today. I picked Purdue on the one $6 pool that I joined. Yeah. Uh, that's obviously been destroyed. I did a ten dollar pool, and I'm so out of it. It's did you ridiculous. do it with Peter? Yeah. Yeah. And what, he's our you, CFO. Who'd you Who'd you pick uh, to go all the way? I didn't. Oh yeah, but well, the computer did. You yeah. know what I do? I pick um, how unlikely it is, and two years in a row, I won doing that. Huh? So I picked thirty five percent unlikely with upsets. Okay. And I'm. 21st out of 40 this year. But, but you're out of the money, though, in oh, that range. Oh, God, yeah. I'm and there's so no chance the that your brackets are broken. You can't go any further. You can't no, get the can't, big points. I pick Kansas. Okay, and they're still in it. No. Oh, they're out. They lost by a point. All right, they did lose. Sorry. Yeah. I should have picked Northwestern just See, to pick Northwestern. It, it is interesting because there's really no dominance anymore. Purdue was out. Houston. Yeah. Well, Houston's still in, and Alabama's still in. Those are the two. But they didn't look big like kahunas. that. They, you know, we're talking. We're still at the end of the day. We're talking about seventeen, eighteen, nineteen-year-old kids, twenty-year-old right. kids, right. who go off on a big trip. I mean, it's not like they're not accustomed to that. They travel all the time. But you never know what you're going to get when no. you when you get a bunch of young young guys to play against another team they've ne- never played before. Before. Well, that's why coaches are so important, and and 
boy, yeah. it takes a special yeah, guy to be a good The uh, reason coach. why I don't agree with that, is particularly on the NBA level, is because the three-point shot has taken over NBA and college basketball. It, it's just it, it, No one wants to go to the hoop anymore. No one wants to play the post-game anymore. Everyone's shooting three-pointers. It drives me nuts. All right, listen, let's, i got to do a break, though, oh. Jim. I think I just got invited to Amy's birthday party. Did you? Re- oh, really? Where, yeah. Where's that? Uh, I, I'm not going <laughs> to. Hey, Amy, should I announce where your birthday party is on I, I, AM 1240? I, I, I think not. I honestly don't know. <laughs> All right, listen, I got to do a break. What should we can tell? Should, should I bring, Amy, should I bring Glenn? There you, you can, go. You can message me. There you go. Well, that's nice of her to invite you. That's awesome. Listen, yeah. Let's do a break. She's You're listening to the Live at Five Show. We'll be back after this. You've been hearing about Harridge's contracting and Apple who always call you back. And you know darn well the bank is fine. No, they're the not. The bank's not banging on your door. If anything, they're, they're, they're probably the, the bank always stroking you. But no. Oh, back. We're on the air. Yeah, uh, that's why I said what I said. Right, yeah, about eight minutes before the hour here on the uh, Live Five Show. Jim Levin is uh, is in the studio with us uh, this afternoon. First time in a while, Jim. Yeah, I just... And by the way, can you hear my voice? Yeah. This will not go away. What? I have this upper respiratory thing. That, oh, oh, you know what it's from? It's from your COVID last month. I think it is, too. Yeah. yeah. It lasts, like, forever. Yeah. Do you have uh, head pains, too? Occasionally. All right. Because, by the way, do you have a kit here? Uh, a COVID uh, thing? Yes. Yeah, I have one in my office. I have like 20 in my office Can you do me us. a favor? What? I got to get my, my wife's uh, got an appointment tomorrow. Take it. All right. Well, it's yours. I, I can't get in your office. Well, and my office is open. I'll I, get it I need, for you before I need, I, I need the cocaine bear to get in your office and <laughs> to have his no, way. Johnny, Johnny knows how to break in. Right. No, I know. I think, no. Sam, I think you know how to break in. Everybody knows how to break in. All I know office. is it's, you're, it's, it's coveted. You can't go in there. What are you doing in here? The lockbox. No, I do. I lock it at night. It's just the responsible <laughs> thing. But if you guys needed to get in, you know how to get in. Also, our, sp- our shows here, uh, including the Hotline Show, are sponsored by our friends at Widget Auto Sales, a used car leader with the biggest selection of pre-owned vehicles and the others. More trucks, more SUVs, and sedans. Don't spend new when you can come up to the used car leader in out of Washington Street or online at WidgetAutoSales.com. The home of both Steve and still Jim. Jim, of course. Yeah, and veteran-owned, by the way. That's most important. Owned, uh, operated since 1980. I don't know how many people come up to me and says, you're the guy that does the Rent-A-Wreck commercials. It's amazing how that's <laughs> like, well, I've never, I might have said Rent-A-Wreck in one commercial. Hey, by the way? Yeah. Mishpucha. Uh, what really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Because it's such a Mennonite name. It, it, I, yeah. yeah. I mean, you but know. it's German. You know, that's very possible. I mean, yeah. No, it is possible. Yeah. So there you go, Jim. I don't know. You know, Steve. I love Steve and his family. Yeah. His kids are gorgeous. But his dad and I used to hang out all the time when really? he was in town. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know. See, I'd, I can't put I'd, you I'd two in the same room with together. Steve. No, I like I like Jim a lot. He's a great guy. Yeah. And uh, he, I believe he lives in Florida. He uh, does. In, in, in Palm Beach? Somewhere down there? Or wherever. Uh, you know what? Doc, <sighs> Dr. Becky lives down there. Did if, you know that? You, well, Dr. Yeah, Becky. There's, you know, if you have and Dr. Larry, who act, looks like Bruce Dern, the as, actor. Assets mean Palm Beach. Don't you think that Dr. Larry uh, Silverstein looks like Bruce Dern? <laughs> I never gave it much And thought. I met up with Jen today from The Mean Girl. Uh, very nice. Jen is a Republican. Jen uh, from Jen, the mean I don't know. Girl? Jen, Jen. Which Jen? Jen, uh, French last name. Jen. Jen is you know the Republican mean girl along with Amy. Mean uh, girls. Oh, uh, Dindle. Uh, yeah, right, right. She's a, a great person. She's really. And I look and I said, Jen, you know who you look like? And if, if you look at her, and yeah. I swear to God, she looks like Kristen Gillibrand. She's got the same exact look as Kristen Gillibrand. And, and don't but take this different the wrong ideology. Way. 
Yeah. Don't take this the wrong way. Yeah. Because this is not sexual harassment. Yeah. But she's cuter. Uh, she is cute. I told her that. She's cuter than But than I just Gillibrand. told But there's nothing wrong with this. And I'm and surprised you're saying that. And her makes her look better because... You don't Kirsten like Kirsten Gillibrand. You don't like her. Isn't the nicest person I've ever met. Interesting. That's what Schumer I heard. is a great guy. He was up here on Friday. Oh, was he really? Yeah, Mushpuka. Why did you meet up with him? I, I should have met up with you him. You could have broke bread together. Uh, no, 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 no. Matzo. Oh, matzo balls. Right, right. No, no. no. Well, matzo balls. No. <laughs> so the guy that they, you no, know. We should have broken matzo together. It's amazing how yeah. you guys stick together. This is awesome. We because do not. Zero Mostel played uh, Fiddler on the Roof yeah. on Broadway. Yeah. However, and I was mistaken. I thought he played him in the movie. He did not. And the guy who played him, yeah, to Paul. Was that his name? Well, remember in, that's his um, name in the movie. In, what was what was the movie with uh, 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 Anna Scott? Uh, Notting Hill. Notting remember? Hill. Remember? Yes. Said, "You look like Topol." He said, "You mean to Paul?" Right, right. Right. By the way, Bruce ran into him at lunch. Really? The, uh, the Hugh guy. Grant. Oh, oh, Hugh Grant. Yeah. That, and he I'm, said he was very nice. Yeah, well, he is good. Here's the thing that the people are tearing him apart for that very awkward interview that he had on the carpet the other day. That's British people. British people are rude by nature, I, and they don't care. Well, sometimes they are, but all he no, did, they all are. He walked in, and, 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 and he said, isn't it a shame I can't kiss you because I'd kiss three of you. Right, right, on the view. Right. <laughs> Which I thought was a great line. Right. Because there are five of them. Yeah. So who are the other two? Right, right, right. And, 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 and <laughs> he even admitted uh, 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 during the ceremony, because uh, he's my, he's a little older than I am, and you know, I, people said there's somewhat of a resemblance and so forth. He doesn't look that great. It's, and he actually yeah. mocked himself. He says, I, I guess I should have taken more cream over the years. At, uh, he's at his actually age, like he him. looks pretty good. I like him because he's truthful, Jim. Yeah, That's he is. my point. He is. And he told it like it is. I'm in the movie for a couple of seconds, and I, I have bags under my eyes. I should have used more cream. Uh, be, last time I came here, I got to kiss you. Now I can't. And he's just painfully truthful. I, well, I always liked him for that. I really well, did. Bruce, who's my partner, Bruce Mittman, uh, said he, he looked really good. Oh, well, I'm sure he did. Yeah, so, sure I don't know. Maybe, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, but when you look nice at him, guy, I mean, he was always this boyish, he's the boyish British guy that can't find love like, uh, like uh, uh, what's her face there from Friends? Uh, Pat, uh, okay, I have to <laughs> say you can't go. Yeah. No, I can't go. I got right. so much to do, and I'm not feeling... Honestly, I, I might have what you have. Oh, I'm sorry. And I might I actually... T- yeah. I just, I just got this head cold, and it hit me uh, today. I can't have big lunches. I really can't. It just it slows me up. Well, I can't anyway because of the Ozempic I, I shoot up. So why do you take Ozempic? To lose weight or yeah. you have heart issues? No, no. Well, you know, it does help cardiac, but I don't really have any. So, so here's the thing. I have clogged arteries, and I got them cleaned out. Right. But- but you're taking Ozempic to lose weight. To lose weight. And yet, that's not what it was designed for. It, it was a diabetes just drug. Just like what Viagra was to heart So, heart if disease. you know diabetes, I just had my workout, a yeah. workup, and my A1C... You, you're not diabetic, are you? No, I never okay. was. Right, but sorry. my A1C is five. What's that mean? I have no it's idea. It's like really low. And that, that's because it wasn't bad to begin with. But it makes you not want to eat. Interesting. It's 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 kind of magic. So you're losing weight by with Ozempic? I was. I, I've been on it so long. I tried to go on a new drug called you know, I'll just Munjaro. Yeah. You, you see it on TV. Yeah, yeah. And the insurance it's two thousand a month. Wow. And insurance won't pay for it. And that you're using that you, you can't afford it to, to to lose weight as well. I I would if I could afford it. What what and, about it? And switch drugs and they say you lose up to thirty percent of your body weight, which. 
I don't it need to lose. It doesn't sound natural. Why can't it's you just not. jump on a treadmill? I mean, I, what, I walk, walk a couple of stairs. I walk like a son of a No, you don't. Gun. No, you don't. Well, not in the winter, I don't. You, I'm going you're doing back. Thi- you're doing I do my six-mile walk, or it's like five miles, I guess. I walk from my house down to the dollar store, right. down to the 7-Eleven, right. and back in Sackett's Harbor. Okay. Well, and that's I, a, a really good walk. Have you do that every day? Uh, yes, I will, every, and I did. All right. Wait, have you done it? It feels good. But not, ha- not when it's... I don't go outside. I hi- right. I'm like a bear. I hi- I hate cold okay, weather. Okay, so, so then, therefore, you haven't walked in five months. Uh, mostly. <laughs> no, okay, so I there go, you go. No, when I you went, need a treadmill. No, when I went to New York, of course, the last two weekends, all I did was walk. All right. Well, of course. What else are you going to do in New York? Jump in a cab and go up to the and third floor? And spend $100,000. That's, yeah, no. That's why New Yorkers are always fit looking. Yeah. And urban people, for the most part, they're always walking. And it's fun. You know why it's fun walking there? You never know who or what, some good, some bad, you're going to see. I met uh, Storm Fields. Remember Storm Fields? Of course I do. He wore salmon pants and he fit in them really well. I'm so sorry, guess, but he looked good well, in them. Sorry. All those guys kind of look like they should fit into. And he was so, coming from his dry cleaners. So what did Stormfields do, ladies and gentlemen? What do you suppose? Well, we got a couple of seconds left, uh, less than a half a half. He was a weatherman for NBC. Yes, he was. But his Frank Fields was his father, yes. Dr. Frank Fields, who was a meteorologist. And then later on, they said he wasn't accredited, and that was a big scandal. Well, you so. know what? I, I, I have my seal, but it's not like I'm a real well, meteorologist. Well, he, he called himself a doctor. It was untrue. Oh. And he wasn't as well, good looking as his son. His son just looked straight ahead, like I'm, well, all I'm those somebody. guys are good looking. Who's the other guy with the blonde hair? He, oh, I, that he guy. He was on yeah, Good Morning Sam, America. Sam, Pro, Sam Champion. Sam, I, he was after my time. Listen, I gotta go. Am twelve forty WA ten makes us legal. Up next, of course, is CBS News, and we'll see you tomorrow at noon during the Hotline Show. Now, Happy CBS. Happy birthday, Amy. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance.